Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Make sure to go and check out all of our latest merch at PaddockMerch.com. We've got loads of new designs and even more products come in all the time. With two or more items, you get 20% off using the code PADDOCK20. And if you remember, there's even bigger discounts available. Link is in the description. JF Stretford Paddock, this is the Paddock Podcast, and it's live. And we've got Stephen Housen with Andy us. Andy Grazy. And Joe What's Smith with us. Mine, Tyler. Have you finished? No. Right. Get involved in the comments. Get involved in the chat, um, which is the comments, really, innit? And give us a like as well. Um, you all right? Yeah. Or oh, they could write us a letter. Yeah, the, the art of letter writing we has don't somewhat gone out letters. the window. When we do get them, they're tied to bricks and thrown through the fucking window. It's not good, is it? It's no. all from the HMRC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically like, just rats, pay your rats cloaks. Oh, right. Paying taxes. Is it good is enough it? for Gary Barlow? It's good all enough right. for us. Sheriff of Nottingham, relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Chill out. We'll pay them, okay? Yeah. To some point. Uh, who is it about... Um... That is the good thing about the tax. Oh, if you do say, I'll pay it, yeah. they kind of go away for a bit. You do have to pay it, though. There's your first tip of the podcast. Yeah, that didn't work out too well for some people, though, did it, Stephen? No. <laughs> don't know what he's referring to, though. <laughs> right, okay, let's not discuss financial matters <laughs> yeah, in front mean, of the children. Wesley Snipes got in shit for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that so what you're on about? Because I actually have no I was on about Jimmy Carr. Oh, well, no, he just was on a tax avoidance. Oh, was it? I think so. Right, okay, fair enough. He says, I'm not fucking paying that. <laughs> Why would you want to? Yeah. Um, go on, what were you going to say before you really interrupted? Don't go on potholes either, does it? No, it doesn't. That's true. Stay at the roads. Disgraceful. Spend it on like duck moats and all that, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Expenses. Or 4P claims. You remember that guy? Funny, putting no, in 4P. That That's like the equivalent. Yeah, do you know that where the they do US. like sifting? Where yeah. it's like every transaction they take like a fraction of a penny off. Yeah. And no one notices it, but over years you've got like hundreds of millions. Yeah. That whole like thing. Yeah. That's the equivalent of that, isn't it? Just 4P on your expenses. Yeah. Keep that 4P. Do that every month. In 10 months, that's that's 40. That's enough for a couple of chomps. You know what's wild? Someone just said that our tax is higher in the UK than the US. In the UK, you have VAT added onto stuff, so you end up paying that, and it's sort of into the price for most stuff, unless it's business to business. People usually quote stuff without that and then throw it in on top, but you don't really see that because you get to claim it back and all sorts of stuff if you're a business. The mad one for me is when you go to America, you go, oh, this is a tenner. Hmm. You take it to the till and you go, $18, and you go, yeah. And you go, oh, you got state tax, you got shipping tax, you got sales tax. You're like, right, okay. But they don't put it on the price. <coughs> really? Like it's going to change. Yeah, it's right, stupid. Oh, not so it'll be like nine ninety nine, and then you get to the till and it's $11 or whatever. Yeah. And then you have to do your own taxes every year. In the UK, you're only doing that if you're a company director or yeah. uh, work for yourself sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas in America, everyone's got to do their own taxes. Really? And you go to jail if you fuck it up. That's what happens to Wesley Snipes. A oh. bit more on top than that. But right. Yeah. Because yeah. so he, he started pulling out like... Lines out the Constitution saying, like, I don't need to pay taxes. And the line in the Constitution law. says that yeah. if, you have, come along, if you're in passenger 57, you yeah. don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're in the Blade oh, trilogy, <laughs> what's he's, doing, he's started doing all that shit, which is just bananas. What are we talking about today, Jay? Uh, we're going to talk about international football. 
because that's everyone's favourite topic, innit? All right, I'm out. Yeah, so before you leave, because I understand your, you know, reticence. It is nice. awful. Good word. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, Jaden Sancho, which kind of ties into that as well. Poor mm-hmm. Pogba, a bit of that. What else? Varane. 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 Injuries. Yeah, sorry. I almost forgot. Let's just fucking international football. Well, right you on. say that, but everyone's getting a bit, like, excited about it again, aren't they? Because the Nations League game. No, who is? People. Name them. <sighs> I don't know Pogba. by name. He seems exciting. Okay. Yeah. If you're a part of the France squad or periphery mm. who won something kind of this weekend, yes. I mean, isn't it just cl- uh, international version of the Intertoto fucking cup? Yes. Right. But it's better than the international version of just friendlies. I, I actually agree. I think the Nations League is better because it's ranked. So yeah. you, you generally play the team one up and one down, don't you? So yeah. you're you're playing good competitive football, and I know the likes of San Marino, Malta, Liechtenstein, the people that usually live at the very foot of all of this shit, um, are actually playing uh, or competing in games now where mm. they're scoring goals, which, funnily enough, is actually monumental for someone like San Marino, who went like years, possibly even over a decade, unless I'm just making that up, without scoring a goal. Yeah, no, they don't get many goals, do they? No. Um, so what happened yesterday with Varane then? Well, he went down didn't he, with what looks like uh, a groin injury. In the first half of France's win over Spain in the uh, Nations League final. Like that, bit of context. Yep. He um, had a bit of an ice pack on his groin. One of those where he just went down without anyone around him, so you always worry, don't you, when that happens, because it's like, oh, uh-oh. Um, we don't know the nature of it in terms of the seriousness or anything like that. I presume he's got to have a scan and all that jazz. We're not going to hit from Oli until Friday, so I, again, I presume Oli will give us an update on his presser for the Leicester game. But it's highly unlikely that someone's going to go down, have an ice pack on the groin, and then five get days subbed off as get well. Get subbed off as yeah. well. And then five dows, five dows, five days later be played against Leicester City. Mm. It ain't gonna happen, is it? And it's highly unlikely as well that Harry Maguire is gonna be fit for that game. Well, when's Maguire meant to be back? Another week or two. Yeah. So that was only meant to be three, four weeks, wasn't it? And yeah. that has been three weeks yeah. now. So I mean, in theory, you could maybe have Maguire, but it's a bit of a stretch. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Victor Lindelof and Eric Bay playing against Brendan Rodgers' army. And they've been shit this season, but yep. you know, that's still not the best centre-back partnership, is it? No. And also, the other thing is, with Varane, apparently I saw a thing that said, depending on what sort of grade the tear or the, you know, the, the whatever the pull is, um, it could either be one to two weeks or two to three weeks. Yeah. So it could be out for the Liverpool game as well. Fuck. I mean, that's, for me, the worry. Like you say, Leicester haven't been good this season. No. I'm not... I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm concerned, but I'm not overly concerned or as much con- as, as concerned as much as I am about the Scousers because... Lindelof and Bay against the likes of Salah and Mane and Jota is a little bit concerning, mm. to say the least. Also, as well, now people may not care about this, but it is a player that plays regularly under on the Gunnar Solskjaer. Fred's likely to be missing for the Leicester game as well. I think Cavani is as well. Cavani. So They're you might look each at, other. Yeah, yeah. So you might look at it and go, well, Cavani and Fred. I'm not that, you know, especially with Fred. Sorry, but it's three players that probably would have started. Yeah. Who aren't available to Oligon Solskjaer at a time where he's under the pressure as well. Fred's so, is massive scapegoat at the minute and people can't have any sort of reasoned conversation about him. You're just supposed to say he's shit and move on. Yeah. But obviously there's more to it than that. There was a bit of data that came out this weekend where Fred's just killing it in terms of like distance running pressures. And you know, it's not everything, but it's certainly something. Yeah. And actually Paul Pogba was a lot higher, I think he was second on that list. Miles off Fred, but still above everybody else in, at United, which is really interesting because I didn't mm. expect that. You watch Paul Pogba play and you don't really um, expect that to be a metric that comes out on the back end of it. Um, against the likes of City and Liverpool, Fred typically comes off as one of the players of the match, invariably. Remember, City, especially. Yeah, against, against City the Etihad the other year, he, he covered it everything. Yeah, he just covered everything. And, and people, I, I'm willing to concede that in a, a, a game at home against someone that you're probably going to f- see in a low block, I'd rather find more c- progressive players, more creative players, and look to try and break the deadlock and score a goal. Maybe bring him on for the last 10 or 15. When we're 2 or 3 nil up, that'll do me very nicely. But against the likes of City away, Liverpool away, these are the sort of games where... I mean, we said it a few years ago, everyone laughed, but you realise how fucking right I am. When you see it, it was like Jesse Lingard was one of the first names on the team sheet, certainly for Mourinho, in this particular sort of game, because that's the sort of shit that he does. He mm. thrives in that sort of thing. You, football, you're only in possession for three minutes each, at best. You've got 87 minutes of running around being off the ball, so when people go, oh, he just fucking runs around off the per ball. Per player, you mean? They're not per team. player, yeah. yeah. 
it is a massive, massive, massive percentage of what you do on a football pitch is your positioning and off the ball movement. It's everything, actually. Mm. Uh, 100%. A um, couple of super chats. Well, sorry, one super chat. And, uh, Ashmal Kosman, welcome to the Academy. He's been a member. Don't forget to check out the members section as well. Got some videos up there. Fantasy football ones especially, and me getting my ass handed to me every week. Uh, Mr. Gavin uh, with Super Chat says, are we being hypocritical, taking the moral high ground regarding the Newcastle takeover when we have Saudi Telecom as commercial sponsors? Yeah, but I didn't sign up for Saudi Telecom as my commercial sponsor. No, I mean, I, is it also, is, I, mean, I don't know who, I also name. don't know who owns yeah, Saudi Telecom. Who owns Saudi Telecom? I literally didn't know that until that Super Chat. Um, and I think you can look at the Newcastle takeover and go, I don't like to look at that. Yeah. I don't think that makes you a hypocrite because our Saudi Telecom are our commercial sponsors. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really, I don't, I'm not really sure who our sponsors are. And also, I don't like the ownership of Manchester United either. Looks like it's, well, the CEO of it, it, it doesn't look like the crown prince. So, well, I think, you can, I think you're allowed to criticize both, to be honest with you. Uh, Rowan Sheehy says, well, there's nothing wrong uh, with people from Saudi Academy. Arabia. Yeah, right? this isn't a Saudi that, that, thing. Yeah, this no. is, I said this earlier, like, if, if you was like, I don't want anyone from Saudi Arabia owning anything because that country's awful. Well, that's racism, right? Mm. If you go, I don't want to be owned and therefore a PR wing of a country that's committing atrocities, war crimes and, and enslaving people. And killing journalists. And killing journalists. I was only getting to the... the, the you know, that could, we, we could file that under atrocity, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's different. Yeah. Right? If it was like, I don't know, Mike, the Saudi Arabian bloke, who's just got a trillion in his back pocket. Fine. Yeah. Pauper. Yeah. Like, there's, I, you know, okay, there's one thing being a sugar daddy, and I'm going to take the piss out of any club that's just been fed money like this. Sugar daddy clubs like Chelsea. Roman Abramovich, um, okay, there might be some background into how he got his money, but he's still just Roman Abramovich. Mm. He isn't Russia. Yeah. He isn't doing this as a PR wing of Russia. That's the difference between what Abu Dhabi are doing, between what Qatar's doing with PSG, mm -hmm. and what's undoubtedly about to happen with. Um, like, there was a statement from uh, the Newcastle Pride. Um, is this the one this? about that the, they aren't owned by the Saudi government? Or yeah, that? that's what they had to come. And it was also like, and you know, they're doing amazing things for women. They even negotiated with a woman. So how about that? Yeah, I saw that. Like, which yeah. is just what, what? that is. I saw someone put that's from the Chris Finch school of of you know how mm. can I hate women? My mum's what? Yeah, how can we hate women? We negotiated. Yeah, it's like that's actions speak louder than bad. words at this point. Yeah, yeah. it is awful. Um, and I think what this is what sort of disappoints me as well. And it's the same with the city ownership and now with, with the Newcastle one. It's like, if you criticise it, you get the stick. If you question it, you get the stick. So we're all meant to sit there and go, no, it's great. Mm. Oh, it's great that you've got a murderous regime that are buying a football club to distract from the horrible atrocities they're committing. I think that's mint. Joe, that there's... Um, How's that work? If you're on the, the sex offenders register, you can't own a football club in England. I don't think anyone's going to have an issue with that. But you can be murdering journalists, committing war crimes, international atrocities, and, and in, enslaving people... And that's all right. Yeah. How is, is that is a thing? How is that a thing? Like, and that's the whole point. Is it's just criticizing it. Like the the Premier League only was interested in stopping Saudi Arabian takeover because they was facilitating piracy of the Premier League. <laughs> they was like, whoa, what's this? Yeah. You can't be streaming our games, lads. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm like, oh, I thought you were going to ask us about a journalist. Yeah, like on, really on, a, on a film where someone's got like a dead body in the cupboard. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the back and get a baguette. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And they're like, oh, they found the body. And they're like, these baguettes are out of date. And they're like, oh, thank God. That's literally what they were doing. Like, you Vegan can't take baguettes. Them, we know what you've been doing. And they're like, oh my God. They found out. And they're like, you've been this streaming is illegal disgusting. Yeah. Vegan Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Like, oh, thank God. They haven't, they haven't found my wife who's in the back. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, We've been over the Newcastle stuff quite a bit, haven't we? Pavan Sunkara says, replying to an earlier chap, cool. I would not be happy with United if we were owned by the Saudi government. No more high ground there. Government being the operative word. I think that's a fair comment, my friend. But again, Jay, what you got to remember is they convinced the Premier League that it wasn't the government that was buying the club, yeah. despite, you know, all of the CEOs. All of, of the evidence to, 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 yeah. to prove otherwise. Uh, Ashmal Kozman says, thoughts on... Paul, Bin, and Milk in the DBV situation. Steph, can, Steve, sorry, can you tell us how bad 2005 was for Fergie with the dinosaur comments? Who's Paul, Bin? I don't know. Um, um, I think let's people, focus on the second part of that yeah, super chat, well, we which might I have some idea about. Yes. Yeah, well, I'll go sorry. The, the milking um, of the, the Van 
Van der Beek situation, it's just anyone who's not in the team is the saviour. That, and that's been a thing for a it's couple of years It's always the case, now. isn't it? There's a big player FC thing. Um, and people just... It's such gutter analysis. He's not playing, therefore he must be men. Well, you've got a manager who's under probably the most pressure in it, out of anyone in the league. Um, if he had players that was rousing it up in training, don't you think he'd have played them? Mm. Like, the tapping for him to do is go, he, he's really good. Like, believe me, like, we, I didn't get it from the horse's mouth, but it's from another horse, if you like, is that Ollie wanted another midfielder. Ollie wasn't, Ollie comes out and says things like, I'm happy with my squad because he doesn't want to be the toxic fucking waste that Jose was in the changing room where he, Jose comes out and goes, these are all fucking yeah, shit. There's I haven't no got any midfielders. Yeah, and then everyone's in the changing room like, simply Gaffer said. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about you there. Like, some players might have a laugh with that, but insecure players might be like, I thought we were going to win the league, I guess we're mm. not. A manager's job is to, to motivate and get the best out of his team. And now, I personally don't think you do that by calling him shit in the press. And I think Ollie's probably gone too far, trying to not be Jose. And he comes out and is like, I love my squad. They're the greatest ever. But when he comes out, he says this about Fellaini. He said this about Young. He said this about Sanchez. He said it about Lukaku. Mm -hmm. And they all got a bullet. Like, don't listen to the words he says in press conferences. Think what the actual thing mm. he could be saying is, or just assume that he's deflecting because he owes nobody anything, including the truth in a press conference. Mm. He doesn't owe anyone the truth. His only loyalty is to make Manchester United better. And some people are like, well, he's not doing a fucking good job of that, is it? And you're like, all right, whatever. He fucking clearly is. Now, his job, until the transfer window opens, is to keep this lot happy. Mm. You can't get rid of him yet, so you've got to keep them all happy. So he's going to do no one any favours coming out and slagging any of them off. And you know that he wants a, a midfielder then? Yeah, the, you know, Mike Phelan basically said it when he was with us. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're, We are looking for players that can make the uh, the squad better. We didn't end up getting that midfielder. Ronaldo came available, you know, and I think they jumped all over it. I don't think that was anything like a planned signing, and it's probably caused some sort of an imbalance in terms of what they wanted. I don't know whether they was definitely bringing in a another midfielder or I think they were definitely looking mm. you know Romano's mentioned to us that yeah Saul was on the radar um, Camavinga was on the radar it sounds like there was others in the mixer but once Ronaldo became available well you, you've got to get Ronaldo because mm. it's Ronaldo yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for that as well. Uh, one Martinez in Super Chat says, Fred's problem, going back to Fred, is he constantly gives the ball away, then tackles the guy he give, gave the ball to. He's padded his own stats by being bad on the ball. I'm not sure. Who, when when Bruno was padding his own stats by getting loads of easy assists. <laughs> like, I, I, I get, I know your point, and sometimes you, you'll have a heavy touch and you'll have to sort of win the ball back. Yeah, yeah. But he's not... A, doing that on purpose, and B, doing that to some degree that he looks far better than he... He's not doing that 20 times a game, is he? No. Like, he, you know, he, he's, 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 been, he's been rinsed on the counter a couple of times. He's been poor this season, I think. He's been indefensible, yeah. yeah. I think the thing with Fred is, I thought at the end of last season, he got to a point where you kind of knew what you were going to get from him. But he's gone back to that, his worst patch of himself, where he's like, anytime he has the ball, I don't know what's going to happen again. Like, the Wolves game was unbelievably bad. There was like, a point, wasn't there, last year, the, where you was like, he's actually pretty good if yeah. you don't let him shoot. Yeah, exactly. Remember that? And then now it's, was now he, his passing's gone poor again, his decision-making, like, he's trying to make long Even passes. Even his strength. Yeah. His basic things, like, he, he's he's quick and he's strong. The things yeah. that you think, all right, regardless of every anything else, yeah. he's got the physical attributes to be, you know, a, a good player. And I hate just focusing on a player's physical attributes, but... There's a, there's a time and a place where it sort of fits yeah. and it does it with Fred. But even that's deserted him. Yeah. He's looked slow and weak. And he's getting pushed out of the way by... Yeah, Demari Gray. Yeah. Wait, what's this comment here? Will you protest and stop using Facebook? Or will you stop using Uber or protest Disney? The human rights argument is filibuster. Uber, Facebook and Disney might be enormous corporations. They're not countries though, my mate. Yeah. Uh, the, joke, the joke's on you because I'm banned from Uber. Yeah. So I can't use Uber. And I don't watch Disney. Well... Not very often. Um, Cameron S says, the crazy thing is if we weren't owned by leeches, United would be able to compete and possibly be better with those insanely rich owners. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, where do you draw a sort of line with it and say, right, that's not for me. Um, also, MUFC, who's been a member for seven months, says, why does Steel look like he's going to a G.I. Joe fashion show? Give us your best nice. blue steel. Give him your best blue, feel, blue steel. Don't judge me. Go on. Have you got a blue steel? No. You're such a miserable twat. <laughs> um, also, UTP, hi, Motty, hi, Steve, and Lord have mercy, Jesus. Oh, um, nice. 
Oh, cheers. Uh, yep. Why are you banned from Uber again, Jake? I don't know. I've only used it twice. in the seats. <laughs> you poo on the seat. No. You did a poopy in the seat. There's no sign on that taxi that says you cannot defecate on the seat. <laughs> it's in the terms of conditions. Is it real? Yeah. Is it? I should have read that. I read That's terms of I, I actually do read terms of conditions. This isn't sad. even me joking. Yeah. I read rules and terms and conditions of stuff. God, but, I know what you're doing. But that's really sad, though, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. Because you'll read terms and conditions, but you won't read instructions. Yeah. But why would I want someone to tell me what Because to do? one thing helps you, and the other thing makes you a sad act. Um, Caleb <laughs> Biertler, who's been a member for eight months, says, at this point in the season, can we say that we dodged a bullet by signing Varane for the same money as Upper Meccano was? Varane's still a class above. No, I don't think you can say that. I'm not saying I think Upper Meccano is better than Varane. Yeah. But dodging a bullet suggests that Upper Meccano is shit. He's been at Bayern Munich for 10 games, 12 games, whatever it is. Yeah, there's probably people that. out there that are saying, oh, we dodged a bullet by not signing Jaden Sancho. Yeah, exactly. Um, when Jaden Sancho, I just want to get on to Jaden Sancho. talk about him a little yes, bit? Yes, that was my little segue there. Um, because he's had a bit of stick um, this season. But few, few people questioning the talk sport crowd. Like, oh, he's rubbish, he's not good, he's got no assists and goals for Manchester United, what a waste of money. It's almost like they need something yeah. to fucking argue about yeah. every day. Yeah. He got a couple of assists against an admittedly poor Andorra side, but you can only beat what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Played well. Do you think that could be a little bit of a confidence boost that he needs? Just a little bit, especially with some of the grief he was getting on the back of missing the penalty for England? I do, yeah. Or do you think... And, and, I, and, and I understand this thing of, oh, it's only Andorra, don't get your hopes up. Well, he was the one that got the assists. He still yeah. did it. Like, he, he, you know, I'm not saying that... Um, he would have got those assists against France or Belgium, but he still had a good game. Yeah. And, it's, and, and why are we in the, like, as United fans, surely we're in the business of let's praise players maybe more than they're worth rather than finding a reason to criticise someone that's not had the best start to the season. For me, I'd rather say he had a really good game, you know, and hopefully he can bring that form to United rather than going, well, Andorra's shit, so it don't count. We're United fans. I'd rather be on that side mm-hmm. of it, like giving him more credit than he deserves maybe in the vain hope that, if if this sort of conversation around him changes, that could possibly, you know, help him rather than it has a chance of hurting him. Not not to think that my words are going to get to him, but the conversation on Twitter, the conversation in the media is Sancho's had a bad start, hasn't he? Yeah. So let's give him some praise I when th- he has a good game. I thought he did well when he came on against um, Everton. Yeah, I did. Other than that shot, he's best weak, player for that for that thirty minutes. He was getting past his man. Yeah. yeah. Flavor. Just Google Andorra's ranking. Yeah. I think it's one hundred and fifty fourth. Oh, oh what, if you've got this. If you've got this right, this is elite memory. Oh, 156. Oh, frick. Very, very good. Thank you. They've um, been as low as 206. I think there's only about 220 teams. Really? There's only about 210 countries. Yeah. <laughs> and not all of them. Um, oh, do you, can you name the other uh, world governing body for football? That looks what, after other the, than FIFA? Yeah, so there's another one. Rifa. <laughs> nice. No. Oh. Rest of the World Football um, Association. The, the WMD. It's called CONIFA. Uh, CONIFA. You can um, see some of the countries or nations, actually, because it's not always Oh, countries. yeah, Confederation of Independent Oh, he's like, is, is Yorkshire on this? Anyway, just before we continue, got an important message. Oh. Today, Joe. Yeah. Today. You, today, and every day, actually, but more importantly, today, the present day, currently, Yeah. Many small business owners are busier than ever, yeah? Time spent searching for and interviewing candidates can take time away from managing and growing a business, as we well know, don't we? Mm. Well, you're quite small and you're a business owner. Yes, So you I tick am. the boxes for what they're talking about here. Yes. It can be very time-consuming. And I'm a bit busy. I'm a busy person. I like to keep my nose in everyone's business. Mm-hmm. Um, but to help with all that, that's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get the candidates worth interviewing faster. And, and this is the bit that I love, Joe. It's free. It's so free. It is free. Now, I've been on LinkedIn Jobs. We've had a look around it. I'm a bit of a Luddite, but it's very easy to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how many people do you think are on LinkedIn Jobs? Well, we've done this before, and it was like 50 or something. No, 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 mate. A lot more. Oh, really? Yeah. 200? No, more. 50? Think about, basically, everyone who's working in the well, UK, it would seem. Like 30 million or something. Yeah, over 30 million people in the UK are on LinkedIn Jobs. So it's very easy for you to find the right candidate for your role. And you can focus on the candidates with the experience and the skills you need. So you can screen your questions so you get the role in front of you of the most qualified people. So it's simple to use. Mm. Saves you a lot of time and energy and effort. And then you get the perfect people for you to interview and obviously hire. So what you need to do, 
is visit linkedin.com slash devils. That's linkedin.com slash devils to post a job for free. It's free. free. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. And as I said earlier, you can post a job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. There's a link in the description. Back to the show. They is were, this the one that Yorkshire's in? I tried to play them in a friendly because I wanted to know how good they were. Really? Jay, do I joke about things like this? No, you don't, to no. be honest with you. Oh, Cornwall yeah. is in there. Yes, yeah. lads. Um, Monaco. Yeah, all right. Uh, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. That's the most pathetic so thing. It's not oh, United Koreans in Japan. Um, Easter Island is in there. Um, fucking great. Royalston yeah. is in there. It's a bit weird. Um, Worksop as well. Still Worksop. Worksop. Yeah. No, it in. And Eccles. Let me see that. So we're all represented. It's not. It's not. Come on, Steve. Stop Somali- spoiling the fun. Somaliland, Western Sahara, Zanzibar. Um, yeah, my mate's from Zanzibar. Big shout out to Sahara. Islands. Yeah. Uh, Quebec. Good lads. Uh, like I said, yeah, Easter Island. Uh, a couple of teams in Oceania. Um, Northern Cyprus, which I believe is a Turkish. Section of Cyprus, yep. I think. Luhansk, um, slightly, Sicily, Sardinia. politically charged that Cyprus yeah. comment there, but yeah. Fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, oh. Maybe we've got family in the south. Um, south of Satya. Um, so there's loads of, um, yeah. there's loads of like, I said, nations. Not Tibet. necessarily countries. It's better in there. Yeah. Eh? So people who can't get recognised by FIFA for whatever reason. That's, that's, the, that's the tournament you want to be going to. Is I, there a Kanifa World Cup? I tried to play some of them. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Is there a Kanifa World Cup, Jay? Um, I want to see world Co- football. It's called Cornwall. the World Football Cup. Yorkshire. Yes, there is a Kanifa. Um, yes, fantastic. it's been held every two years since 2014. Um, and the tournament is the successor of the Viva World Cup, which was held from 2006 to 2012. So it's held every year? Every two years. Oh, fucking baby's um, had his mitts all over that It was already. held in North Macedonia two, uh, a year ago. I don't remember. Um, and um, I, I believe it was won by the country of Nice. As in the city in France? Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, These are great. This is ace. They won it on no, penalties. It's in North Macedonia again in two years. Oh, well, when, when you've been there once, you're destined to want to go back, so fair play to them. What was the reason I brought this up? Oh, I don't know, Andorra. Steve. So, Andorra, they're ranked 154th, right? Sixth. Sixth. Sorry. Don't make my mistake twice. 156. Yeah. Right. I don't know what that translates to in real money, but... Why are we playing friendlies with teams ranked 100? I'm, I'm torn on this because one half of me thinks. There's a qualifier on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Right. Why are we playing? Well, okay. If it's a qualifier, it's a qualifier. I still think there should be tiered qualifications. Yeah. Like, kind of like there is in Nations League, how there is the tier A little one, two, bit, two, yeah. Three, because, four. like, it does Andorra no good to play England. Although I'm sure they get up for it and I'm sure they love having all of these great teams visit. Mm. And half of me thinks this is hypocritical because I like the FA Cup and I like that there's those giant killing things, but there's never any giant killings. The thing is, if it, if the qualification was like straight knockout, not yes, straight knockout. Ooh. Occasionally, you might see Andorra beat Holland yeah. or Finland beating you know yeah. Spain. Or, or the look of the draw might mean yeah. that San Marino get Malta, then Liechtenstein, but currently. Then Andorra, yeah. and then they end up in the quarterfinals, and, and Bosch were away. Because in United's in in United in England's group, uh, San Marino are currently bottom on zero points after seven games. They've conceded twenty nine goals in those seven games, which is you know four and a bit a game. Like that's yeah. too much. It's pathetic. Like literally, we worked <laughs> okay. out San Marino are about the level of Stratford Park, yeah. or, or lower actually. I can't remember what the, the crap was. Like so. What I'd is love the to point? see you play and be handily beaten by San Marino. No, but you wouldn't have been. Yeah, I but love, the, I love yeah, the, the think of it. We and worked, people go, but there's Oh, also, what a stupid we, we argument. We worked out using the basic method of, I thought about but it, basic decided. Of, of no, some that wasn't the case. I spoke Twitter to a guy it. called Omar Chowdhury, who works for the football data company 21st Club, and he said their records only go down to, I think it was Conference North, and they are further from Conference North than they are the Premier League, which means that they are at least eight levels but below that's a, But isn't North. that assuming that the, the gap between uh, the, the leagues below the Conference North and the leagues above it are linear? And the same, possibly. Whereas they're not necessarily. Like no, I would say, six not. divisions below Conference like, North is was, closer to Conference North. It was like than at least the they're League. that far off. They are at least, so they might be ten levels off it. I think the only way to settle this argument is for you to have a friendly against Sancho. Get me the number. I'll so, what do you think of Sancho anyway? That's what we're meant to be talking yeah. about. Oh, um, there's no fucking point in these internationals. There's no point in these qualifi- qualifiers, right? There's no point in these yeah. qualifiers. Um, if it's a qualifier, it makes a tiny bit more sense. So I think it should be tiered. 
Um, or they should fix it somehow. But so it's different because it's fucking wasted everyone's time at the moment. There's no point in England playing Andorra. There is no point in England playing. But how about for teams like San Marino who get to go and play in front of eight thousand yeah. at Wembley? Okay, and that's where I'm conflicted a little bit. Right. But also that might keep their FA going for a while and shit yeah, like that. You know. You're right. It might. Yeah. But ultimately, sport is meant to be a fucking meritocracy and not some fucking day out for everyone because oh, aren't you the bottom ranked team in the world? Or what a lot of bollocks. Like. We don't get to go and play at Old Trafford just because we're in fucking yeah, Manchester. Yeah, but you're not country. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. San Marino's basically a fucking big town. That's yeah. a good point there from Ross Murphy. Sancho out sprints a 41-year-old Andorran, ends up pulling his hamstring. I actually took a lot of you know comfort from that 41-year-old coming on. I was hope for us all. How old are you, Jay? 41. I wonder if that's why you took so much yeah, comfort from it. Yeah, I did. I thought if he can do it, maybe one day I'll get that. I'll have the Andorran grandmother. And it's like, Jay, we need you. We're short. And I can get to come in and get, you know, my ass handed to me by Jaden Sancho. What do you think it'd look like if you were playing against Sancho? You were playing right back, he's playing left wing. It would Fucking be horrendous. It'd be horrendous. Like, I wouldn't be able to get close enough to foul him, which would yeah. be my only option. So I think my best, yeah, my best option would be elbow to the jaw at a corner, get a red card, argue about the red, act, act like I've had some sort of injustice and get, you know, obviously leave the pitch. Mm. Um, imagine United going... We're going to play Curzon Ashton this weekend while there's no Premier League on as a friendly. Yeah. That's what some of these friendlies are the equivalent of. In fact, they're worse. Yeah, but and it, it does you could no play Curzon Ashton in the FA Cup. Yeah, you could. But it doesn't happen often. No. But uh, there's not many non-league teams make it through to round three. Um, Colin Wilmot says, what are your thoughts on Scotty potentially lining up in a back three for us? He does a great job there for Scotland. Great content, lads. Thank you, Colin. Yeah, Scotty... Tommy had a good weekend, didn't he? I think, I mean, possibly while these two are injured. Yeah. I don't think, we've seen that, you know, we've seen many managers put mid centre mid, uh, centre yeah. mids at centre back, especially one who's played there, I, I guess, a dozen or two times for Scotland. I'm not sure exactly how many uh, caps he's got, but I don't think that would be the wildest thing if we want to be more defensive whilst Varane and Maguire are injured. I could see that maybe, but I don't see long-term a, a real need for that, especially when you've got Lindelof, who is a better centre back than, than um, Scott McTominay. You see his goal? I don't watch international football. Right, right. Um, someone says it benefits national pride, and I'm against national pride. I thought I was xenophobic. Make your fucking mind up. Right, should we, should we hide Listen, these I comments? Because Steve's fighting Listen, with the telly. Shut up. I think we Here's need to thing. stop putting comments on yeah. the telly no, because like it causes conflict and not in a good way. Yeah. I just muted myself. Yeah. No, you're not, you not muted. I think I've just unplugged my headphones. Then. All right, because I can hear you. That's what I was about to say. Put it back on, please. You, you don't need to argue. Put it back on, please. You know the comment. Put it back on. No, well, I would like the comments. Okay. Either way, what the fuck was I trying to say? About know. international football, oh, you right, said. national pride. No, actually, what's better for national pride is more what the Nations League's doing. Mm. Because then you... Um, San Marino could play Liechtenstein and actually go, we could fucking win a game here. Yeah. Mm. Because how demoralising must it be being San Marino and going fucking 0 for 9 in every qualifying group. It's wank. It's so easy for England that the worst managers that we've had have got a 90% win record in the groups. Mm. It's pathetic. Yeah. It does nobody any good whatsoever. It deludes all the England fans, all those fucking trumpets, into thinking that England are actually a good squad. They're because quite good we, now. Because, what? These days they're quite good, but in the past. Yeah, even now, no. Like, so... Right. <laughs> they blitz through the group and everyone's like we're going to win the fucking lot and then you play one good fucking team and you lose now this this year in the Euros Euros I want, they managed I, to I get through to two fucking can good teams can I do teams. a test what goals this remind you of so this is the Scotland this, goal that we're watching here who's, who's, what does this remind you of oh, oh my shit. god what goals it remind you of uh, that's 99 on the flip side that's what I thought it reminds me of Brian Robson's goal against Oldham Athletic in uh, the semi-final I, I saw Solskjaer in 1994 see that was on a Wednesday night, Jay. Yeah. That I didn't get to go to. Ah. Because he went to head it and it came off his leg. There's there's no archival footage of that. No, Sick. that's like Teddy Sheringham going up for it and Ollie popping yeah. it in the back stick. Yeah, that's what I thought. On the other well, side. I beg to differ. Speaking oh, of... Alex celebrating. Sorry, we've just been watching Scott McTominay's goal in case you're wondering what we're doing. Speaking of a... Um, you know... Words. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Back. Centre backs, there you go. In Harry Maguire. a new contract or something. Yeah, he's going to get a 300k bumper deal. That's fucking mad. According that to uh, some newspapers in this country that I won't name. Huh? Um, I mean, he's already up. I think he's got a contract till 2024 anyway. Can I have mm. the comments, please? So it's going to go up to 2025 and he's going to get a parity with the likes of Varane and players like maybe Sancho as well. I think he's on about 300k. Um, it kind of makes sense to me. To yeah, it makes sense to me. skipper on... Deal, a deal that's on a level with other players who 
probably not as important as, as yeah. he is to Manchester United, or, or a similar importance, I should say. Yeah, when you talk about like world stars, he's not the biggest name. He's not a big star like that. That's a phrase I heard in a minute. World star! Yeah, not world star. World not stars. world star, that kind of world star. But he's not, you know, as famous as Paul Pogba or as big a name as, you know, Rashford or whatever. Yeah. But he, he is uh, as important to the team as they are, or, or, or nearing that level. He's yeah. also the captain. It looks a bit odd if you sat in the dressing room and you know, five or six players are on twice what you're on and you're meant to be somehow at the top of some sort of hierarchy. What do you reckon Ollie's on? Ollie, got to be on. I mean, they do it weekly for players and yearly for managers, don't they? But yeah. if you're talking weekly, I don't know, what's 150 grand a week a year? He's got to be on like 10 million, hasn't he? That'd be like 15 million. No, he's not on that million. much, is he? 10 million a year? Right, but here's so. the thing. Fergie. Right. Yeah, and people are 12, going 15 years ago. People, people are going to go, well, that was Fergie, you earned it. You're going to, as usual, completely miss the fucking point of what I'm saying. Fergie had a thing where no player would ever earn as much as him. Oh, sorry. You're, you're right, 200k a week. So Fergie had this thing where no player would earn more than the manager because how can a player earn more than your manager? The mm. manager, this is the man that's got to live and die by all of these players' actions. And people would in the comments go, well, Fergie earned that. It's not about whether you're earned it or worth it. You're mm. in charge of these people. You can't be paid less than 70% of your first team. That's mental. Yeah. And if Ollie's only on 150, well, he is. Mm. is so on like three times that. Who do, think, gonna... who do you think the most... The highest paid managers in the Premier League. Current, oh, it's got to be Pep. Yeah. He's on sweat a million a year. This is a year Twen old. This, 20 million a year. This is a year old, this, these stats I've got, by the way. Um, second, so you give us a manager. And w- no, you give us a, a manager and we'll so like guess how much they're on. Um, Jurgen Klopp, how much do you reckon he's on? 15. Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah. Um, What's Southgate on? Because that's usually one of the highest paid jobs in football. Diet. And it's part time. 10. Seven, I'm going to say Southgate. Seven, let's have a look. Three million a year. Really? Yeah. I earn that. I'm not getting out of bed for that. No. no. You earn that, don't I'm you, not, for Paddock? I'm not cutting my pay now. <laughs> yeah, that's your strength for Paddock FC management. <laughs> Let alone what you get for everything else. Um, so it's a part-time job, though, so you could do that. Are we yeah. all happy, then, with um, Ali Maguire? Is anyone concerned? No, get in the comments. Let us know in the chat what you think of Harry Maguire getting a... It's not really... It's a bit weird, because I got it wrong. His, his deal already lasts to 2025. So I think it's just a pay rise, basically. Um, Ash... Oos says he's not a 300k a week player, lads. But in this day and age, he is. It is if you get paid it. Yeah. Mm. And like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I think it, it, it kind of makes sense to me. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. And I think that he deserves to be sort of on a level playing field with some of his contemporaries as well. I don't think he should be earning a lot less than... It's a confessional to shit on him for some reason. I'm not sure what. That's all about, to be honest. Mm. I think, yeah, it's, it's just this thing in it of like... Because he's not know. like cool, is he? No. He's from, he's from Yorkshire. Yeah, he's sure. got a big head. He looks a bit ungainly sometimes. But generally, even when he's looking a bit weird and he's wobbling and he's falling over, he still manages to find the pass. Like he's, he, he do, he's not particularly cool, is he? He's not calm. Do you know he's what as well? A, a, it's people like are quick to dismiss Harry Maguire. Do you remember yeah. like, I know you don't watch international football, but England played Scotland and Croatia at, at the fun. beginning of the Euros. Mm-hmm. And... Tyrone Mings did okay. And everyone's like, Tyrone Mings, Tyrone Mings is great. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to, he's no. better than Harry Maguire. You don't yeah. even need it. Harry Maguire comes back into the team and automatically yeah. you see a massive improvement in that defence yeah. because he's so much better on the ball. He's so much better at actually defending. Yeah. And he's such a better footballer. Bayer's trending. That, oh, it is? Eric Bayer? I assume it's Harry Bayer. Um, some news there about is that oh it's gone. Romero's uh, signed a deal with uh, Venezia, uh, the club everyone knows because they've got a nice kit. Yeah, isn't it weird that a player of his sort of quality and and um, experience has only just got a team two months into the se- or three months into the season starting when he's been a free agent since June? It is slightly weird. Yeah, very, well I think very weird. Yeah, do you wonder if he's got a, an odd sort of demands or I don't know I wonder what's going on there can't see why Bay's sense. trending loads of funny Bay tweets though. basically just because um, but are they interested in him or is this now the easiest what, fucking line to write ever Newcastle are interested in every fucker yeah I mean they've been already been linked from United with Bailly Van der Beek Lingard and Martial right they don't have a director of football appointed yet they don't right. have a manager appointed yet yeah. apparently word of the street is Steve Bruce is getting a bullet oh who told you that everyone right mm. so this is a piece of piss to as a thing, but it's also complete and utter bollocks because until a director of football and manager are appointed, who's buying these players? Well, it's certainly not the government of Saudi Arabia because they don't own the club. <laughs> nice. That's all I know. Nicely Steve. done. That's all I know. Hey. Yes. 
Um, I mean, yeah, people in the comments saying is Phil Jones going to play at the weekend. I don't think that's going to happen. I know all he was talking about. And Phil Jones did a good interview today, actually. I know he's a figure of fun and a lot of people like to ridicule him. Dick. But if you can be bothered, he's done um, some good interviews recently and talking about, you know, young players getting stick on social media and how it can affect you and all that stuff. And, he, you know, regardless of what you think about him, he, can, he has got experience of that. Mm -hmm. So it might be worth checking out, especially for all these people who are tweeting hashtag World Mental Health Day and then trolling other people in the next tweet. You might well go and take a look at that because I'm a bit bored of criticising Phil Jones. I just think it's just like kicking a puppy now. So leave him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is like... Well, leave that puppy to yeah, die. What, what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I let's give it a rest. Hey, Jay, I heard you're in a gang. <laughs> Word on the street is, Jay's got himself a new gang. Yeah, I have. At uni. Got my little firm. Fucking worry about that. Um, yeah. What's the average age if you take you out? Take me out. The average age is 21. Yeah. With me in, it's 32. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay's hanging around with a load of kids trying to scare local old ladies. Is that right? <laughs> It's half right. I don't know about the scaring local old ladies. We branch out, you know, yeah. we're not just local. But Steve's already nicked one of my gang. Yeah, what's happened here? So you've got a gang at uni, basically. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? What do you, do you have lunch together and that? Yeah, and we, you know, fine. Talk smoke, about smoke fags. Smoke fags and like slag off teachers and that. Teachers, aren't they just yeah, squares? Yeah, teachers. Oh, so squares. Yeah, uh, yeah. Such poindexters. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Um, and Steve's already nicked one. You've, you should know. You've nicked one of these guys. I haven't nicked one. Yes, I you get have. No, I get told. Can Ellis come with you because he wants to film some stuff? Don't what? name yeah, him. The police are still wanting him yeah. for that. Bro. That, Ellis that was, that was like, as much as my nicking being... involved in. Yeah, what? my right Can he come man, to the game? Yeah, what time's kick off? This kid Three. absolutely lives and breathes cameras and I haven't got a clue. So yeah. I thought, right, I'm going to become his new best friend. I do have it. A, we have a word for those people which we're not allowed to say on this channel. Yeah, thank you. He comes on here. or He comes Sounds here. like once. Yeah. Pons. Cam camera once. Pons. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes here. Next thing you know, he messages me saying he's Going to stretch for Paddock FC every weekend. Yeah. Hang on, who organised that? Because he told you, me you, you did. But, what, did what? Oh, he's had us both over there. <laughs> all, I'm saying, all, I'm, all I'm saying, Steve, is just be Nicely careful done, because sir. the rest of that gang, yeah, if, they, if they roll up on stretch for Paddock FC, hey. we'll get content. Yeah. You, might, you might struggle <laughs> to get them cameras back. That's all I'm You'll saying. You'll get a strongly worded tweet. Yeah. Can I just give a shout out to the boys this week? Nice, Go on. 92nd minute winner, free kick. Fucking stupendous. Here's a good free kick, actually. Check it out on it's Twitter if you haven't already. It's got to be, you must have retweeted that. I don't think of the highlight. I don't think the goals has gone out on the highlight. If you want to go and check what I tweeted last night, though, some little fucker stealing the balls. Yeah, have you got your balls back yet? Nope. What's happened then? Tell us. You can't take tease it. So not as say. we're in the middle of celebrating our um, 92nd minute winner, yeah. there's, a, there's a wee chappy there who's um, decided to take some of the match balls. The, the actual ball that's just scored the goal... Um, which is, which is at this point worth about 150 grand gets launched of the back towards goal it's been the halfway in. line yeah. and he just fucking kicks it towards the, the exit gate with another ball that like he's running over in his hands and then out the gate with him how much are these balls worth each 40 quid each so if so anyone's seen fair, these stay. is this an appeal snitches get stitches come on like, don't run my balls <laughs> The, do you know what's amazing is there's some people they say things yeah. and do things knowing that we film all of our they take the piss out of us for filming our games and then do things in front of the camera which gets them in trouble you fucking muppets so this could be like we could do like a crime watch thing here. have you seen you know I mean? have anything, you seen is anything you about get, these you balls could be like, who's that guy that's got a screen yeah. Rav. Is it Rav? Yeah. Right. And he used to have like. Is it the WhatsApp group, innit? This man is wanted. This man is wanted in the Tamworth area yeah. for flashing to local school this children. This man is wanted. Can't put it on. It's yeah. only a 10 second. Call. No, we're not doing crime watch on here. Right. For starters, some of us have to live in Salford. Hit the like button. So there's the absolutely like no chance. Hit the like button if you want the clip. A crime and watch we'll on here. Hey, I'll be able to show my face in my state oh, again. Oh, there's a hell of a manscape I did that. Yeah, you're right. Do you know the hey. funny thing is, it's actually Jay that nicked them balls. That's why he didn't want that clip to be shown. Uh, if you do want to sign Strep for Paddock FC ball as well, do get in touch. <laughs> Signed. <laughs> Who signed it? You and your missus. Yeah, like, got me kids to sign it. <laughs> Who scored the winner? I need to get his signature. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Gavin says, Saudi Telecom are 70% owned by Piff. The well-funded bin Salmon. Google it. Cheers, okay. bro. Yeah, I don't like that. No. no. Um, nicely done. Um, who's your wally of the weeks? Oh. oh, I know who yours is. Obviously, you've already given it away. What, that lad with two of Steve's balls in his mouth? And? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's a different lad. Um, you have to narrow it down. <laughs> That's like several lads, potentially. <laughs> Who's yours, Steve? You got one. <laughs> it's you now. So I'm sorry I've not took this with the seriousness it deserves. Yeah. I apologise. 
I'm just what I will say, not one of the week, but it is yes. a national coming out day today. Okay, go cool. um, on. And I've been doing a bit of learning over the weekend. We had a, a couple of lads on um, on Vibrary Five today. Me and Rio spoke to them. Yeah. Uh, one of them was the the highest level um, openly gay footballer in England, male. And yeah, and yeah. Um, and the sad thing about that is, it's like fucking step five or something. Mm. Like it's so low down in the pyramid. Um, it's really interesting conversation with him. But what was really brilliant. Because I, I was almost kind of thinking, like, I don't know how to talk to him about this because I'm sure um, him coming out to his changing room would have been really hard. And, mm. and I can imagine it would have been a lot of pushback and a lot of, um, like, real negativity coming back from his changing room. And yeah. we had two lads on and both went, no. Mm. Um, one lad said he came out by accident. Um, they'd been on a, a squad night out and there was a load of girls and he was kind of trying to set him up with some girls and he pulled his phone out and he's like, oh, this is my boyfriend. And he, and he was like, oh, shit. And then, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, and um, the lads at training was like, so you wanted to settle us on, on uh, Saturday night? And he was like really embarrassed about it. He was like, who gives a fuck? But that's the thing, though. I don't think it would be the change room. I think it'd be especially higher up. I think it's it's fans and Twitter and yeah. terraces. When and you see some of the, sort of the shit, racism and some of the emojis yeah. that are getting posted, I think there's definitely racism out there without a shadow of a doubt. And I think a lot of this, though, comes from pure trolling, mm. I think. I think it's just fucking... Just, I'm going to say the just, nastiest thing yeah, I possibly can. Yeah, I think can. it's people looking for a reaction Yeah. probably 95% of the time. There's still an undercurrent of some real nasty shit out there that's heartfelt and genuine. Because I think Marcus Rashford um, mentioned that he was like a school teacher on one, that had been giving him some shit on one of them and they'd checked his profile Yeah, out. that was, yeah, because he, he pointed that out, didn't he? He said, yeah. this is scary. This is someone educating our children yeah. Yeah. who thinks it's okay to racially abuse another person. And mm. I don't think that's the norm. I think the norm is probably teenagers that are looking for a reaction. I mm. think, I could be wrong, but I think no, that I that's agree. the case. Um, and I, I think that's probably the main reason a lot of people... Uh, higher up in the game because th there's definitely gay players. There's a hundred percent there's gay players. Um, probably all of the clubs that we all support. I mean, obviously we're all United fans, but I, I'm mm. sure right throughout the Premier League, I'd be surprised if there was two clubs that didn't have a gay player. Mm. Um, and, and for whatever reasons, they don't feel like it's comfortable to come out. But oh, it is National Coming Out Day, um, and I want to say, uh, from my angle, yo, I'd like to support any of our viewers or fans that want to use today as an opportunity to come out. Um, I think that'd be a real positive thing, but there's a great interview that we've just done on Five. I think it's probably out right now, so maybe go and check it out um, and see what you think. Mm. Is this summer, I mean, forgive me, this is a ridiculous question, but I, do you ever have this conversation with your squad or anything like Like, if No, anyone, we've never had this conversation. No, do you no. feel like, would you approach it or would you just leave them to it and just try and create an environment where you feel if someone in your squad wanted to come out to you, they could come out to you or the rest of the squad? How would you approach it as a manager? I don't know. All right. I'm, I'm still a brand new, yeah, I don't know, is the yeah. answer. I'm still a brand new manager. I'm still trying to figure out fucking all of the different, you know, game time po um, politics for, for different players and, you yeah. know, managing people coming back from injuries and, and getting my squad selection right because you've got to win every week. Yeah. Um, all of those things are, are constantly in my mind. Um, I, I wouldn't know necessarily what to do. I would yeah. just do what I think I do always and, and treat everyone like I treat them. Yeah. You know, we've got yeah. a lot of players from, from different backgrounds. We've got a lot of players that are different nationalities and they all get treated the same. Yeah. They all get told fuck off 54 times a week. Yeah. They all got told they're fucking shit constantly. And that wouldn't matter you know, whether that's a black player, whether that's a Muslim player, whether that's a gay player, whether it's from Manchester, whether it's Cam. Like, it doesn't matter. They all get treated exactly the fucking same as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I would hope that they would have the, the confidence that they could come and say, listen, I'd like to come out and I'll be like, cool, well, we'd support you as a club. How do you want us to support you as yeah. a club? Because I, I don't know. Mm. Definitely. I, I'm hoping that we get to that place because, uh, you know, I remember in the um, in the 80s where racism was sort of all right in a funny way. Like, mm. it, what you could get away with it. Like, you could... And when I say it was all right, I don't mean it was all right as no. if everyone was okay with it. I mean, you could be racist and get away it with sort it. Of you wouldn't get sanctioned. Yeah. You, you, your fans wouldn't get banned. Players wouldn't get banned for you doing it. You wouldn't get sacked from you work know, if you were caught You wouldn't get your collar felt. You wouldn't yeah. get other fans saying, if you don't pack that in, you're going to get a slap. Like, you know, obviously, you get some fans, like my dad or whoever, who would. But, like, you know, it, it was sort of, like, accepted. And it got to the point where it wasn't accepted. Mm. And if someone saw it, they'd pull him up. People would kick off. People would get fined. People would get banned. Other fans wouldn't have it. And I think that was a massive change for me when other fans started going, Oi, mate, when you fucking, you know what I mean? Like, mm. not having that here. And I hope we get that to that place when it comes to homophobia. Because I don't think we're quite there yet. I don't think we're there yet. I don't, no. like, I'm shocked. And I think I'd love to see us get there. 
it's clearly more accepted in the women's game. And whether that might just be a, a sort of like a general acceptance of uh, of gay women versus gay men for whatever reason yeah. that is. Uh, but it definitely seems to be more accepted in the women's game. Um, and I'd love to get to the point mm -hmm. where it's almost, honestly, I couldn't give a fuck. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think like you look at Casey Stoney, for example, an openly gay manager of Manchester United. No, she's not anymore. That's massive. Yeah. You imagine if that was the men's yeah. team. And you had the, you know an open gay manager of, of one of the biggest clubs it, in the world. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, it should. Guess what? Right. Casey Stoney was banging yeah. as a manager. Of course. And that's, that's, that's all that she's, she needs to be judged on is yeah. was she any good at her job? Yeah, she was fucking top. Right, cool. I don't go fuck if she sleeps with. Yeah. I think it's gonna so be whether Rooney's fucking slaying grannies on the side of it. The only person that should be asked about that is Colleen. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. And, and or whether Rooney was fucking banging dudes left, right, and centre. The only person that should be fucking bothered about that is Colleen. Like, yeah. ultimately, I don't think any of this is anyone's business, but everyone should have the fucking... You know, I just the, think the it right as well, it, it sets a good example if someone in the Premier League was able to come out, then it might encourage others. I don't know. I'm just thinking that, like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes that can be the sort yeah. of catalyst for I think people. one of the things I've seen a lot of the years is people saying, obviously, the, the coming out thing is, is a, a thing unto itself, but the thing of, for the rest of my career and life... I now have to be the first that, player that yeah, came yeah. out. That's you know, one of the giants that we the, spoke the, to the, today. The role that comes with that of, of you know, the, the talisman of that, which is another yeah. role into itself, isn't it? Um, there's a lad called Matt that we spoke to today, and he because he's, I mean, again, he's like step five. He's yeah. like he's playing at Ronaldo's level. Right. So that's I mean, uh, Brown, Brown, not Ron, yeah, you know. Um, so he said, I'd never had any press and media attention for how I played on the pitch, and all the press and media attention I get is because. I'm the only gay footballer at this sort of level. Yeah. We had, um, was it Thomas Hitzelsberger who came out after he'd retired? I think. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, there's just in fashion, but there's not been anyone who's a current footballer at a high level no. who I know on in the males game, the men's game, sorry, who has come out and hopefully, that, you know, when they do, they'll get the support they deserve. And I'd like mm -hmm. to think that if it was a United player, we'd all back him. Yeah. I know I would. And I'd be yeah. like, you know what I mean? I'm not having anyone giving him any shit. It's one of ours. You know what I mean? Um, just before we wrap up, Aditya Gutsim says, Bruce might have been sacked today. Check news, lads. I've checked it. He's had a meeting. Um, and as far as I know, he's still the Newcastle manager from the latest reports. He went in with Amanda Staveley, but I think he's a dead man walking. <laughs> Amanda was like, Steve, just show me around what's going on here and let's go into that office that you used to be in. I mean, <laughs> I, mean yeah, yeah. I love that meme. You're not going to get sacked from the office. You're not going to accept, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time. But with all news, we'll keep you updated. Go and check out is video vibe with five. Uh, obviously a very important topic. Go and check it out. It's up now, did you say? I think it should have been. Yeah. Yep, so go and check that out. That's live. Uh, check out, if you're not doing already, check out paddockmerch.com and subscribe. Give us a subscription um, because, oh, actually, I didn't get your, did I get your wallet of the week? <sighs> I don't know who's yours. Um, I'll go with, who is my wallet of the week? Come on. Boris. Yeah. Because. So is mine then. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, what are you showing him pictures for? Tapping someone up. All oh, right. Yeah, well. Just a friend, just a football friend that you might know. You can't, you, we can't you like do this. With him? Sure. Why do you, can you say who it is? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, might have, he might have played for me. United. It amazes me that this, this goes on. Um, yeah, so check out the video. Check out Joe Smith, 98, 93 even. I wish, 93. 93. You know where to find Stephen Allison and Jay Martin. Uh This has been the Paddock Podcast. Thanks for everyone who got involved. See you in the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.